everybody. Welcome to the New Year's Sean's Medley of Madness. What are you laughing at? It's supposed to be good. It immediately it's blows out the microphone. Straight away. <laughs> yeah, straight away. That's how we start. Like that's that's the goal. All right. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hello, podcast world. Hello, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you get your yeah, body. Pirate Bay, whatever. SoundCloud. Like, I hope we're sound- on I hope someone's like torrenting this because that, <laughs> yeah. that legitimizes the efforts mm. required for this podcast. And then we can do a DMCA takedown on them and get some money. Mm-hmm. So welcome. Hello, everybody. Hello, Aaron. Hello, John. How are you? Happy New Year, Sean. Happy, Happy New Year to you guys. Everybody. Everybody in-, in, in No, this. just Sean. Just me? Just oh, okay. <laughs> Screw everybody else in the metaverse that's listening to this. Today is all ad-libbed. For those that are already a little bit confused by the change in format, today is a- Why is he re- doing this? I don't it's know. our podcast. Know. Well, it's my episode. <laughs> Fine. You do the introduction. Much, much like our worst performing episode, the <laughs> maths boys. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, New Year's is a busy time, and so John and myself have not had time to get an episode ready. So Sean has helpfully jumped in with a new podcast idea, which is just to go, hey, what if 38 topics? <laughs> um, so we're going to quick fire them. It's a new format that, they're try- that we're trying out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see how it goes. Big problem with this being that, unfortunately, I came up with this idea planned it all out and then heard Donut Media's damn podcast episode where they did all of the idiot ideas from the mailbag. I'm like, ah, crap. Yeah. They did an episode where they're like, hey, all of the terrible ideas that you gave us, we're just going to do them. So it was an episode basically exactly like this. Okay. (laughs) So the idea today, guys, is I'm going to give you a topic. I'm going to give one of you a topic and then you have five minutes to tell the other person as much as you possibly can (laughs) about that topic. Why does it feel like I'm back in high school and I'm about to sit a pop quiz? (laughs) Now, because- so I've tried to pick things that you should know about, but if there's anything that you are absolutely completely flummoxed uh, on, the reason you've got your phones is I will give you an extremely hot 30 seconds of cram, cram it up why your cram hole time. I, why not? Because <laughs> we're wearing- take pants oh. off? It's because we're wearing bucket hats. The heat was, is being trapped. I was oh, like- yeah. Something that nobody will know listening to this is we're all wearing like felt- Bright coloured bucket hats. Terry towel bucket hats specifically. That went for the cricket from the last episode. Yeah. yeah. We mentioned the cricket last episode. Sean bought bucket hats and they never showed up on time. No, they did not. It was but they're here now. The greatest disappointment of the Saturday. So I'm going to give a series of topics. They're divided into four categories today, which He's, is my favourite thing. You should listen. He's very proud of this. <laughs> so we're going to have a few different topics, but of the four categories we Shout have- Shout out to Adam for title subjects. He likes his titles. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. That came from Adam. That's kind of where it came from. So it's divided into ancient history, modern mystery, sporting wonders, and last but not least, but my favorite one is Aaron's blunders. I'm not happy <laughs> with the last one. I'm so excited about Aaron's blunders. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. It's being I'm very done keen. under duress. <laughs> under duress. I feel like I'm the one taking a test. I'm freaking out. <laughs> we're both doing it. Yeah, I know. All right. First up, I think we're going to go with John first up. Oh, Ooh, it's going to be good. I'm doing Aaron's blunders for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. John, you're up first. Yeah, my stupid okay. set. That was- so there's another thing we need to mention. Sean would like to do some sound effects in this one. Um, so you may hear some out of context. I have no idea what that recorded. was. That was just distortion. It yeah. was pure distortion of mum get the camera. I'm very excited. Okay. 
Who knows? This might not work at all, but you never know. We'll the see. best soundboards need to be explained. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and for any really, really strange sounds that don't even sound like they should be in the soundboard, that is because I am not paying a dollar and 20 cents <laughs> to remove the ads from this soundboard. If it bothers you that there's ads on the soundboard, you can easily just sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Sponsor us for just a, dollar, sponsor what, a dollar and 20 cents? No, more than that. More really. than that. Oh, sorry. All right. First up. First up on the list, soundboard John. For each of us. First up on the list. That's the wrong noise. I thought that was going to be a drum roll. That's even worse. What is happening? Oh, no. Oh, no. What is happening? Yep. That's my brain. That's our brains. Why did it play twice? Because $1.19. That's why. Anyway. (laughs) John. Yes. You have, let's go, three minutes. Mm -hmm. The timer will start when you start talking to tell Aaron and the podcast world everything you know about the Trojan horse. Go. The actual Trojan horse, or has this got anything to do with Aaron? The history, the Trojan horse incident. Oh, okay. Aaron's blunders is at the end. Right, okay. But didn't I, didn't I choose that topic? No. No. That's oh, not okay. how this works. Sorry, Did I you thought, listen at all? He said there's four <laughs> topics. I thought we were choosing- This is counting as part 15 of 15 seconds time. is down. I thought we were choosing the topic. <laughs> no, okay. I choose the topic. The Trojan horse was between uh, the Greeks and Troy. Um, yeah. They were fighting, and much like- one of our previous episodes, the Battle of Elysia, they had an indefensible, the the people of Troy yep. had a very well fortified castle. So to get inside the- I think it was a walled city. A walled city. They had good defences. So they built a giant horse, hid soldiers inside and gifted it to them. The people of Troy brought it in, the soldiers jumped out, murdered everyone. I thought they waited till they got all drunk at night. Yeah, right? they did. They waited at night and got drunk and then they jumped out and murdered everyone. Everything works best when your opponent is And drunk. Brad yeah. Brad Pitt looked excellent in the movie, and so did Eric Banner. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Eric Banner. Famously from a great country. Mm, great country. Produces Terry Towling hats. <laughs> They're pretty comfy. <laughs> they are very comfy. 70s cricket players did really well. We should get a photo and put it so on I'm under socials. three minutes, right? Did You're I, still under I, three minutes. Do I need to say anything else? Have you got anything else that you can add? No. Not bad. That's a minute and 29 <laughs> seconds, including 15 seconds of screwing around. So that's not too bad. Well <laughs> done to that's everybody. That's the story of Troy. Good job. With the go. Trojan horse. Story of Troy and the Trojan horse. All By right. the way, I don't, is, just was before we move it was, on. It was the Greeks, right? Seeing as this is a mixed bag episode, whatever. Did you see the guy on Twitter that ripped us for having a photo that wasn't necessarily from the Christmas truce? No. What? There was a guy, as soon as we put the photos up, basically within like two hours, somebody replied and was like, um, that photo of soldiers playing football has nothing to do with the truce. Uh, maybe check your stuff. And like a hashtag and a link to like this like fact-checking organisation. Well, it's the first time we've been smacked down publicly. Well, it wasn't me. The photos of the was football it on, players. Was yeah. it on Instagram? Well, go back to Wikipedia, mate, because that's where it come from. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did he say that on, on, on Instagram? On Twitter. Oh, on Twitter. Oh, no, Twitter. actually, sorry. The photo didn't come from Wikipedia. I think it actually come from history.com. Take it up with them. Cool. Cool. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. All right. Yeah, here it is. Steve Smith. Uh, the image of soldiers playing football has nothing to do with the Christmas truth. Truce. And then a link to his own tweet about uh, Duff history and how wow. there's inaccuracies in the reporting about the Christmas truce. Well, oh, the whole, well, I'm sorry. If you had listened to the goddamn episode, the episode, I said that. That's kind of the point. Like, they, he talked about, like, we talked about, you guys talked about in the podcast that there is no photos of actual football mm. playing. The, fo- the, the photo is there for reference of soldiers playing football. So, Steve Smith, um, 
Yeah, go go worry about where you. How about you go back up. to scoring centuries on yeah. Boxing Day, champ? <laughs> go back to go back to working out you are in the batting lineup, and it's not that Steve Smith. <laughs> how are you going to get away with cheating in cricket? Like, just go start no, worrying about go that. Back, go back to fixing your gloves every th- three seconds. Oh yeah, that's what we need. Uh, we are paying out on a man who has nothing to do. With yeah. it. <laughs> completely unrelated. Just happens to share completely the same unrelated. name. Unrelated. Yeah. Okay. Next topic. Let's go, Aaron. You've got. Nah, let's go. You've got 45 seconds to try and explain to John everything that you know about the story of Moses and the Israelites. Yeah, so Moses and the Israelites, they're all a bit pissy about being slaves. And so Moses is like, hey, I've been told by a burning bush that it's time we get us out of here. So he goes up to Pharaoh and he's like, hey, how about you let us out? Pharaoh's like, "Mm, maybe not. And so he's like, but what if I ask nicely? He's like, "Mm, maybe not. And so then he's like, all right, well, God's going to- smack you lot down with some um, plagues and stuff, right? Here's some frogs. Here's all your firstborns dead. Here's some other stuff as well. And eventually Pharaoh's like, oh, man, oh, geez. I guess I should have just let him out when he asked nicely. How Maybe- is your brain? By the end of this year. Yeah, soundboard ad. <laughs> oh, there's two. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I think your time's up is what Sean's getting at. No, I'm close. Um, so then uh, they let him out and then he's like, oh, actually, hang on. Who's going to build all my uh, pyramids and stuff? And so then he's like, oh, hey, go how, get him back, is- Sean. And how then, um, and then um, the they chase him to the water and Moses is like, oh, man, there's a, a sea in the way. And God's like, hey, put that stick down. The water will be split. And then they all run past all the fish that got really dehomed by that and then on the other side. And then the Egyptians went in the, the sea and the water came in and got them. Done. And then they spent like years in the desert. How many years? 40 years. Roundabout. Not bad. Not bad. I'll let you go over time because I awarded you- Oh, a f- I think I just got under That's, time. Well, because of the ads, I awarded you a further <laughs> 9,000 minutes of extra time. I think um, I just got under the 45 second count. Just under it. Okay. Not too bad. Not too bad. Right. John's up next for the next topic. We've got the story of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Gee, I'm glad you got that one. Yeah, I don't know too much about it. Um, it's fairly mythological. Yeah. King one. Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Merlin was in there too. He uh, prophesied the King of England would pull the sword out of the stone. What's the name of the sword? Scalabar. Oh, yes. Pulled it out, become the king, uh, assembled his knights. Um, oh, what was his best mate? So Lancelot. Was his uh, second in charge? Is this all the one story? Yeah. Oh. Second in charge, and they fought against. Um, I want to say it was almost Gauls they fought against. Mm-hmm. Um, and they yeah were under attack by Gauls. Wasn't he? Um, didn't he take his bride? I can't think of her name, but she was a Gaul, wasn't she, or something along those lines? Definitely wasn't Sharon. It definitely wasn't Sharon. Um. He did lead. He was the leader against the Saxon invasion. Of Saxon Britain. invasion. Ah, the French. Mm. And uh, yeah, he, pretty much it. He was a warrior king who supposedly had the help of a, a wizard, Merlin. Mm-hmm. Get a wizard, Merlin. And he, uh, oh, he no. <laughs> defended England against the Saxons. Mm-hmm. What was his? What was his missus' name? I'm it was Gwendolyn. I'm now that's it. Gwendolyn. Yeah, Gwendolyn and Gwyneth Paltrow. And, she, <laughs> and she was a Saxon. Yeah, and then there was Genevieve as well. Genevieve. Gwen- oh, no, I think I'm thinking of Genevieve as the Saxon. And yeah, and that was Sir Lancelot's lady. That could have just been from the movie as well. I'm pretty sure that's in the movie. Possibly. It is is <laughs> it's it's proper folklore. Um, oh, it's fact folklore. checkers checking movies for facts. 
Oh yeah, it's it's purely from the 2017 film as well. Like recently, there was oh 2004 was the film. 2017 mm-hmm. was something else entirely. Okay, let me pose. And then Monty Python. I watched a movie the other night. Since we're on movies, mm-hmm. I watched a movie the other night based on one of the games I'm playing at the moment. I'm mm-hmm. playing Marvel's Midnight Suns. Ghost Rider is in in the game. So I went. I'm going to go back and watch the Nick Cage Ghost Rider movie. What year did that come out? Nineties? Oh. No, 2004. You say nineties? I want to say it was like 99. I'm going 2004. 2007. Wow. That's not that long ago. No. And then there was a sequel just a couple of years afterwards as well. I'm like, that's so recent. That's too recent. I mean, Nick Cave. Cave? Nick Cave. The singer. Nick Cave, yeah, the musician. (laughs) (laughs) Looks nothing like him. Sounds nothing like him, but yeah. Yeah, Nicholas Cage was in so much in that that period. I know. I just couldn't believe it wasn't. It wasn't. 2007 doesn't feel that long ago. No. 15 years. But but in reality, 15 years. That's an entire- like child schooling. I'm going to have to go years. back and see when the Blade movies come out because I feel like they were in the late 90s as well, but they're probably 2003, 2004 as well. They feel late 90s to me, the Blade movies. They're bloody excellent. Yeah. All right, last topic for ancient history and this one specifically for Aaron. You've got to tell John uh, the story of Sean versus Aaron at the 2009 cross country. Um, this is a story of <laughs> ancient <theft>. history. <laughs> I'm sure this has come up before as well, hasn't it? I'm sure that you've heard this story because it's one of my least favourite stories. So, I am a, uh, like, I'm probably the fittest guy that's ever lived, right? Of course. Oh, um, How much of you, are you still drunk from last night? I actually have not had that much to drink in the last two days. Um, so, for our whole schooling time, I would beat Sean thoroughly at uh, cross country. And so, we get to year 12. Uh, and of course, I want to. I want to get that clean slate. Twelve and zero. Um, Sean will do. Sean will do anything to make that not happen. Uh, and so we're running. We're like kind of close to each other. It's great. We're having a great time running together. Um, we get to the last sort of two, three hundred meters, uh, and that's obviously the time where I shine. You know, get the sprint on, get across the finish line comfortably. Sean's behind me. I'm like great, sprinting up to the finish line. There are gates that you have to run through for like each grade. So there was like, you know, a year 12 grade, a year 12 gate, a year 11 gate, a year 10. And they're one person wide. Sean decides once I'm in the gate, I'm like, oh, great. I've got him. He can't get past me. I'll just go back down to a normal run, have a glorious across the finish line. Thank you, everyone. 12 and 0. Sean can never win anything. Sean goes in. You're not actually first. You're just beating Sean. Yeah. Okay. The only race that mattered. (laughs) Right. Um. I think it was for 12th though, which was like the last district spot. Yes. Yeah. And so Sean, like a massive cheater, runs through the wrong gate. He runs through like the year 11 gate, runs past me. And I'm like, what the damn hell? They were not gates. And at so the they end, were purely, they didn't ping him for it. Yeah. Because they were purely lanes nah. to funnel you Nonsense. towards the table, like to take you to the right nah. table. When it's you finish marked your, year 12. No, when you if finish, you don't run in that one, you're cheating. When you finish, you watch the Olympics, you finish a long distance race. They start on the lanes at the beginning. They yeah, but do they don't not have, have signs that specifically say Olympian here. No, they just have they specific just have, Olympic lanes that are yeah, just- but the it's lane's only there. The, start. the lane is there to take you towards the table. Too bad, you're wrong, you're you lost. You know what you did? You're you lost. hate- you, this was the first time that you showed your pure contempt for admin. Absolutely not. I mean, I do hate admin, but there was not, there was not a specific rule that said you needed- It, was it to said sh- year 12, year 11. To take you, you towards the should not have been table. in the year 11 lane. There is not a single type of foot race in the world I that you can't overtake on protest, somebody. If this had gone to the Supreme Court, there is not, I'm 12 and 0. There is not a single foot race in history that says that you can't overtake in the last 20 meters just because there's some lines on the ground. You are always allowed to it's overtake. It's not that you people. couldn't have overtaken. It was that, that you was physically couldn't have because- 
because I took up the whole lane. Can. I'm sorry, guys. When, when did you finish high school? 14 years ago? Yeah, long enough yeah, time. Yeah, it's, still, it's still going yeah. on. It's quite. All right. Well, <laughs> now, now, now. <laughs> no, no, there'll be enough of that. So that's our ancient history segment done. Thank you very much. Um, for that, boys. <laughs> that doesn't seem like ancient history. Oh, 2009 that, AD. That brought up a lot of emotions in the oh, room. It's great. <laughs> it's great. It's a it's a good one. That was the idea. That's why I added in. All right. Next up, <clears throat> new segment. I feel like that should have been under Aaron's blunders. No, Ooh. for taking the end of the race. That should have been under another one. Sean's absolute disgraceful uh, <laughs> following of any sort of rule. That's you, just sucking entirely. Oh, no, Aaron lost the cross country. All right, we're enough of that. Let's move on to the next segment. I don't want to hear about this anymore. By the way, just quickly, have a look at my genius over there. I didn't have a mic stand to mic up the speaker because I couldn't plumb the phone into the desk. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I hung it like it's just brilliance. Brilliance. His genius apparently knows no bounds. Mm. Is there going to be a photo for the socials then? Probably. Probably. John, you're up next in our category of modern mysteries. John. Sounds good. You got to tell mysteries that I'm not going to know anything about. That's okay. I've picked ones that hopefully you do know about. For instance, your first topic to tell Aaron about is the story of Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. If you are flummoxed, you're allowed the lifeline of 30 seconds on your phone. I feel like I know enough. I know something about it. Okay, Jack the Ripper. Let's go. English dude killed a lot of women. Yep. That's it. What type of woman? <laughs> you suck. <laughs> no, um, there, there was a type of woman. Uh, was wasn't nurses? Was it? No, it was, it was ladies of the night. Ladies yeah. of the night. There you go. Yes, mm-hmm. ladies of the night. Working ladies. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was quite a. I don't think there was. I don't want to say there wasn't many. Was there's it? The, I think it's only five. Was it in the are, teens? No, it's, it's it's only like five. I think that are officially. A class, yeah, but Blasters, Jack the Ripper murders. But there's a lot of potential. Yeah, it's five that are considered mm. canonical murders by Jack the Ripper, which is pretty crazy. One of the ongoing theories about him is that he moved to either the US yes. or Australia. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Uh, there was uh, Red Web did an episode on him, mm. and I do remember listening to that. And that, yeah, and there's potential leaks, links to other serial murders. Mm-hmm. Like I said, in the US. Mm. And it was specifically prostitutes, young female prostitutes that he murdered. Mm-hmm. And he yep. famously, as the fact checker now to finish off, he famously signed a letter um, to a detective that was looking for him. Uh, to, or was it to the vigilante committee? But it was somebody saw, called the From Hell letter because he signed it. Yeah. He signed it as himself from hell and never caught. Hence why modern mysteries it was still never caught. But there is a lot of similarities to the Ipswich, like the Ipswich Ripper. Which happened much later there? on. The Ipswich Ripper. I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a good episode. Bet he lived future. in North Baval. Probably did live in North Baval. All right, Aaron. All right. Okay, Aaron. For modern mystery. Now, this one is not necessarily mystery, but because that many people have decided that this is some kind of crazy conspiracy, I added it in. If he's going to say 9 11. I, I have already <laughs> said that I'm never doing anything on 9 11. And. Okay. And I know that it would be so much fun to rile you up about the moon landing being a conspiracy, but it's not. Aaron, mm. tell John and the rest of us all of everything you know about the JFK assassination. Ooh. Oh, no. So. In accent. The whole thing in accent. <laughs> he did die in Texas. Oh, he does love his JFK accent impersonation. I am in a car <laughs> and I am very safe. <laughs> 
I'm here with my wife, Jackie. Oh, God. No, God, please, no. So JFK, pretty popular president. I think even at the time, very popular. Um, He was in a motorcade in Texas. Uh, They had pre- Warned everyone where he was going to be. So there was people like, oh, look, it's the president. Yay. Um, Lee Harvey Oswald, don't know exactly why he took offense to him, but went up in a, in a book. Crossing I, I say, hey? Oh, it was, it was the library. There was speculation library. I want to say it's the library. What, grassy knoll. Yeah, it was books something. And he took a shot, got him a couple times. Um, gross footage of like the blood spraying everywhere and whatever. Uh, the Zapruder film, I think it is, is the one that everyone has seen. Um, Apparently his wife had brain matter on her head, yeah, on her face. Yeah, pretty gross. Um, they took him to hospital. He died, obviously, because, you know, shot in the head. Um, his head went missing. JFK's head is missing. Yeah. Not um, buried with the body? No. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's out there somewhere. Um, but, okay. yeah, there's speculation that uh, there was not just the one shooter. Mm-hmm. They believe that there was a shooter on the grassy knoll. Um, lots of people have done research into whether or not um, Lee Harvey Oswald could have taken the shot or because there was multiple shots. Was it all of them from him or were there some from the person in the grassy knoll or somewhere else? Um, yeah, but uh, that's the JFK assassination. Mm-hmm. That is a topic that I actually want to do a full episode on mm, one day. It would be pretty good. Mm. Uh, they made a movie about it and I think, I think it was, I'd have to double check, but it was Gary Oldman, I believe, played um, Lee Harvey Oswald or someone did. And they actually went up to the window on the floor below that mm. they actually, that he shot from supposedly yeah. in the Texas School Book Depository building. That's what it is. Yeah. So he actually went up to the floor below and he looked out the window and the actor that played him professed, he goes, there is absolutely no way that he could have shot him that accurately from here. He's like, no, nah, no way. So there's plenty of people that are like, nah, you cannot be that accurate. There's a yeah. famous line from Full Metal Jacket um, where the gunnery Sergeant Hartman talks about how what a Marine with his rifle can do. And he talks about Lee Harvey Oswald firing four shots in quick succession and a bolt-action rifle with no sights at a long distance. Yeah. They reckon it just cannot, it cannot be true. But that would be a really good episode. Mm. <clears throat> John. Yes. Mm, another modern mystery. I mean, they, it's modern enough, being that it's less than 2,000 years old. So tell us everything you know about the Shroud of Turin. And if not, I'll let you have 30 seconds on oh, your yeah, I got seconds. nothing about this. <laughs> Ooh. I added this one in because I thought it would be fun. Is that in Mecca? It's not in Mecca. Okay. It is not in Mecca. Is that the one in Jerusalem? It's in Turin. Hence why it's called the Shroud of Turin. All right. Well, I mean, look. I don't know anything about it. Shut up. You can't handle this. Advertising. Advertising. Oh, it's necessary. I was going to edit it out, but not now. That wasn't an ad. (laughs) My soundboard strikes again. Let me know when my time's up. Go. Okay, so the Shroud of Turin is a supposed piece of linen cloth with a negative image of a man uh, believed to be Jesus of Nazareth. Oh, spooky. Uh, just, just first mentioned, I think I just quickly read in 1358 or somewhere along them, um, it is denounced by the bishops and Catholics uh, as not Jesus. Um, some believe to be the like uh, burial cloth he was wrapped in. Um, but carbon dating has been done on it, saying that's in between 1200 to 1300 or something like that. So, 
okay. and that's all I got through. Yep. All so right. yeah, the shroud of Turin. <laughs> the shroud of Turin is a long. I was thinking it was some sort of fog in Turin, as in the city. <laughs> well, it is located in the chapel in Turin. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's what they got. So it, it's a long piece of linen cloth that was obviously wrapped in a in a body as a burial cloth of a naked man with his hands over his junk, and the face looks remarkably like the depictions of Jesus. Obviously, being like man, white Jesus or all. <laughs> Because whenever we I've see seen Jesus, that episode of Family Jesus. Guy, yeah, yeah see, that's that's white Jesus, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's the thing. It's a man with centre part long hair. Well, just because and a the, beard. the cloth is black and the image is white doesn't mean the person was white. That's a negative image. The that's what cloth it means by is negative. The cloth is brown, like like tan. I'm not talking about brown. the color of the cloth. I'm talking about like facial features and stuff. Yeah. Either way, it's it's being considered. So the the. The Vatican, the Catholic- What's the movie with Korean Jesus? Is that 21 Jump that's Street? That's 21 Jump Street. Korean Jesus? That's a, that's a, yeah, quit praying a Korean Jesus, Hank, yeah. got no time for your it's, problems. That's a line in um, okay. 21 yeah, Jump Street. It's a yeah. really good one though, but, oh, it's just great. Um, yeah, so they, it's been denounced a few times, like they say, but the modern day, the Catholic Church hasn't refuted it, nothing. They're just like, yeah. Were you trying to find the, the name special? I'm not trying to find oh, my name, Jeff. That's why oh, I was so excited. God. I thought we were going to get him. My name, Jeff. Damn 22 Jump Street stuff. It's just ridiculous. High school. Says it? No. I just assumed it. Due to your many years on the honor roll. Oh, damn. And 21 Jump Street. To the juggling squad. Probably one of the greatest scenes in modern cinema history is when the character, Channing Tames character, finds out that. Um, um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's yeah. dating the chief's daughter. Oh, yeah. and he beep. Yeah. The captain's daughter. Yeah. He's doing the dance and all that. Yeah. He just, he just moves the gun from Jonah Hill to Channing Tatum. Stop okay. with Korean Jesus. There it is. You got time for your problems. He biffed with Korean shit. You two get to your mama house ASAP. Oh, yeah. It was good. Oh, oh this, the Korean Jesus. This medley of madness is absolutely going great. So, the Shroud of Trin, absolutely fantastic. Now, Last one for Modern Mysteries, Aaron. Mm. Feel free to use your phone for this one. But do you know, or you now you have to tell everything about the Oak Island treasure? Okay, one, my parents are really into this. Yes! Oh, really? Yeah. If <laughs> I, I showed you my Foxtel right now, they're watching it at the moment. All right, all right. Yeah, so Oak Island. I actually know a little bit about this. It's supposedly treasure from a uh, pirate. So you went and buried it on this island. <gasps> I do know this one. Yeah. This is the one with the weird channels that go out of yes. the island? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it's it's meant to be on the island somewhere. Mm. Heaps of people have died trying to get Looking it. Looking for it, yep. Um, over multiple hundreds of years, people have been trying to dig a hole down to where the um, where the treasure is. There's like a- There's like um, barriers and stuff? Yeah. So there's like a, a guide to where it is yeah. that says like, oh, you know, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this. And they're all almost, like almost different traps. levels. Yeah, like yeah. Different levels. Um, whenever they dig the hole, it just fills with water, uh, fills back up with water. And everyone's like, oh, where's this water coming from? And so they've tested it and the water is like traveling out of the hole into the ocean in multiple different spots all mm-hmm. over the island. And they can't work out how to plug it. And um, there's a whole, like, I think it's nine seasons of a TV show about mm. trying to get to Oak Island, uh, like trying to get to the treasure on Oak and Island. And how much is the suspicion? suspected value of the treasure? The oldest theory is a very, very old story from 1790 roughly and they someone found it and reckoned it's possibly two million pounds mm. in 1790s money. Yeah, so that's a lot of money now. 
once again could be another really good episode. Didn't know the name of it. I actually do know. I knew about that one too. What is that from? No idea. That, that music. Was, that yeah. was labelled as to be continued. It turned into licence-free funk music. No, I've, I, that's from a sh- TV show. I just can't put my finger on it. All right. Well, someone will tell us. Well, there we go. That's Modern Mysteries done. Four topics of Modern Mystery. I was only had to good use one. Google once. I only mm. had to use the Google Lifeline once. Probably should have set a cap on the Google Lifelines, but I'm okay with that. What is this? Yeah, okay. <laughs> what is this? Who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a Yeah, Cole Clarkson. And no, I'm it. not using the Google Lifelines anymore. If I don't know that, I'm just going to make it up. Uh, there is one in the next category that <laughs> I think- Stop smacking <laughs> the microphone <laughs> stand every two seconds. <laughs> I just need the microphone into my bed. There's one in the next category, being that none of us are fans of it particularly might need it, but it's still pretty entertaining. So, John, making it up. you are starting off our category of sporting wonders. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody everything you know about the history and the concept of the ashes. Oh, geez, I don't know where Suddenly realising he doesn't even know what the ashes are. <laughs> What's the ashes? No, so the ashes is <laughs> a sporting rivalry between England and Australia in test match cricket, five-day cricket. Uh, <laughs> well, unless you play it at the Gabba. Five-day match cricket. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the Ashes started with, I don't know exactly how they started, but they burnt the bales of the first test and that actually became the trophy in the, in the urn, the Ashes of the Bales. Uh, that I think predominantly lives in England, that one, and they have a- Has not been moved in a no, long time. Long time. Um, and yeah, it's every, I want to say three years they play the Ashes. Yeah. Or every second year. It's not necessarily on a specific- No, rotation, but it it alternates between being played in Australia and England. It always is between Australia and England, and it's a five-test match series Mm -hmm. between the two countries. And Australia, I want to say, are the current holders. Yes. As they won it now, not last year, the 2021 Ashes Mm -hmm. played Mm -hmm. in Australia uh, with the debut of one Scott Boland taking six at the G. Mm Mm-hmm. On Boxing I, I Day. actually think the Ashes are not the best uh, Australian rivalry. I think it's Australia-Bangladesh. Of course. Because Jason Gillespie scored 200-something runs and then rode his bat <laughs> like a horse. <laughs> now, the Ashes, of course, specifically um, was the f- like a test series where Australia finally defeated um, England in 1882 at the Oval. And they decided to burn the bales in protest. Mm-hmm. It was the very first, very first test win on English soil. Uh, and it was a satirical obituary that was written in a newspaper actually in the sporting times that said the body will be cremated and the ashes taken to Australia. The mythical ashes immediately became associated with the 1882 to 83 test series played in Australia uh, before which the England captain Ivo Bly had vowed to regain those ashes. So, and apparently someone that had the stumps, uh, they burnt the, the bales and put them in a little terracotta urn, but it's also reported to possibly contain a cricket ball as well. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. It's four kind of odd they don't even know what's in there. Well, it is pretty old. True. And there's just ash inside. Like, who? Yeah, but I mean, like, it's only a hundred and something years old. It's not that old. But unless you were there when they burnt it. But, like, they obviously burnt it for a purpose. Why would they not be like, oh, by the way, Boy, BT we, dubs, this is what's in here. We've discovered that fact keeping and record keeping from the early 1900s is terrible in all mm. the stuff we've tried to look up. And True. They've lost JFK's head. 
Yeah, that no. was only like 40 years ago. Wow, 60, 60 years, years ago. ago. Sheesh. All right, sporting wonders. All right, what have I got? <clears throat> you might need your phone for this one. Oh, jeez. <sighs> Tell Mar- us everything you know about Diego Maradona Cup. and the hand of God goal. Oh, I know this one. Wasn't Excellent. it in the World Cup final? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just touched the ball. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yep, give it to him. That's what happened. He, he, he punched the ball in the goal and got yeah, away with it. That's pretty much it. Who, who's Argentina playing? Uh, let me let me tell you. Um, Brazil. Let me, let me tell you. England. I got no idea. Against England, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna mention that to Mason. And it was the quarterfinal. Was it? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, look, I'm close enough. A final. Yeah. He, a final. Basically, just touched the ball in, and everyone was like, "Oh, cool, that's a goal." And everyone went, "Hang on a minute, that's he touched it, but it was too late." Come on, you can put a bit more on that. Uh, can I like? <laughs> So basically, Diego Maradona scored by hitting the ball with his hand, and that's obviously illegal, but the referees can't. They didn't have a clear view. They allowed the goal to count. So Argentina went up 1-0, and then they won 2-1, to one, with Maradona scoring a second goal known as the goal of the century en route to then winning the World Cup that year. I like that you're not even changing what it says yeah. on Wikipedia. The, what, do, do I need to change a long script? No, it's just giving the facts. Um, so, John, actually, I also remember mm. that the goal's sure. name derives from Maradona's initial response on whether he scored it illegally, stating it was made a little with the head of Maradona and a little with the hand of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sounds a bit up himself. Did you yeah. know that the jersey that he was wearing actually re- not, not that long ago sold in 2022? I think he does know it because he might be reading he it might right be reading now. It <laughs> If I remember correctly, it was May 4th uh, and it sold for uh, £7,100,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The most expensive piece of sport Sports memorabilia. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah that was in the news. Hey, that was actually in the news. Uh, no, I remember it. Hang on, I need to get my memory going. All right, yeah, that's, enough, that's enough screen time, children. Put them down, phones down. You had your topic. Um, auctioned by Sotheby's, oh, for God's if sake. I remember. Okay, bringing it back home closer to Australia again for our next sporting wonder topic that is something very near and dear to Australians' hearts is the sport of swimming, right? It's, uh, oh, come on, don't pull that face. Every Olympics. Well, you know what swimming thing. is to me? Swimming is like early, like the, the football has finished, like the NRL's finished. Yes. Uh, and the cricket hasn't started. Cricket hasn't started yet. And Channel 9 are trying to fill a two-hour slot every night for a week. With the trials, That's the tennis for Australian me. Australian trials. Yeah. That's always tennis for me. Uh, tennis happens mid-cricket season. I know, but I hate it. It feels like they're just filling in. Mm. I hate tennis. Anyway, um, yeah, so swimming is near <laughs> and dear. It sucks. It's, it's a selfish sport. Anyway. How is it selfish? It's for kids who can't play well in teams, so they play by themselves and smack a ball at each other and become tantrum-wielding children. It's funny that because junior tennis is played in a team. Can be played. Yeah, they are organised in teams. I mean, it's played in a team. You play six sets and you have one singles and two doubles Mm -hmm. in a team of three. Junior, and then you turn into Bernard Tomic and Nick Kyrgios having Uh, tantrums. I think they're called Special K. No, Bernard Tomic (laughs) is an inventor of Special K. I'm thinking of Kyrgios Kyrgios. and the other one. Kyrgios and Kokonakis. That's the one. So- Swimming, obviously, near and dear to Australia because- (laughs) Cock Anarchus. Obviously, the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games, every time they come around, they focus so (laughs) much on Australia. This is going to be Susie O'Neill's in 2000. John, explain to us- Kathy Freeman when she jumped in a pool one time. One time. And it's not Eddie the Eel, surprisingly, although in hindsight, that's a good one. (laughs) How good is Eddie the Eel? (laughs) Um, Sean might Uh, pivot here quickly. (laughs) 
uh, back to our episode. <laughs> There's the cut. John, tell us everything you know about the era of the super suit drama. Oh. Oh, yes. Okay. So the super suit was a full body swimsuit that uh, it was early 2000s. Mm-hmm. It was in. Um, Australia used it. I can't think of any other countries that used it. The US. It. I believe other countries, other well off sporting wise yeah. countries used it. And it was deemed to be giving the swimmers an unfair advantage, was, was it not? Mm-hmm. They would wear a full body suit. It would be, I guess. It's, it was just swimwear, wasn't it? wasn't made from anything particular, like no same as like what a Speedo or so other swimming co- cozies would be made out of, like the, the women would use, the one pieces and all that kind of thing. They're actually derived from NASA's space program and were Hell composed yeah. entirely nice. of polyurethane. Right. Mm-hmm. And so do those times still stand? No, they don't. No, so the times don't stand anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, so era. Ian Thorpe didn't have times recorded then. They did, but apparently they, they sort of credit them as their own error of like, that's the super suit oh. sort of drama because it, it made swimmers more buoyant. Like it actually yeah, right. made a human being more buoyant and allowed them to swim with less resistance. 2008, 2009, by the way. That Wait, that doesn't seem that Are long you ago. sure? Oh, I no, th- the records still hold up today. I said 2008 to 2009. Yeah, I would have thought that was suit. Sydney 2000. No, nah, that's the super suit era. No, uh, no I wasn't oh. Sydney 2000. They, wore, the they were allowed to wear was- long legging swimsuits, like yeah. long-legged swimsuits or ones with um, straps, like uh, sh- shoulder straps at Sydney 2000. But the suit era was a specifically a full-body neck-to-wrist-to-ankle yeah. suit. Yeah. I thought it was 2004 Olympics, but nah. afterwards. Mm. They actually still hold up today as a result of these suits, which is pretty fascinating, yeah. There you go, that's all I know. Technological doping. Tech doping. Tech doping. Techno doping. That's great. That sounds like when I uh, walked out the bat with the aluminium bat, tech doping. Oh, that was great. That's a great moment. Do you know that one? Is that Dennis Lilly. Baseball? Yeah. Oh, no. No, Dennis Lilly. Dennis Lilly walked Playing out with, cricket an with an aluminium cricket bat. Right. I think it was against the West Indies. And they were like, what? What yeah. is this? He used it for a couple of balls and then got told to change it. Yeah. Apparently, it was so loud when he hit the ball, the umpire was like, nah, that's, <laughs> that's not okay. I want to hear that now. Yeah. Good little secret. Good little little bit. Of, um, of Sporting Wonders. Aaron, last Sporting Wonder before we move into Aaron's blunders. It's the aluminium cricket bat from Dennis Lilly. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. Uh, no. It's the invention of professional soccer. No. Um, tell us everything about Real JT's tennis. golden oh. point. I don't want to talk oh, about no, that. No, no, cut this. I don't want to talk oh, about that. F- I'm, I'm in. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you know the worst bit of that is I was at Cheesy's house for that. Oh, <laughs> no. Were you? It's, yeah. hard being, it's hard being friends with a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Um, how about we tell instead the story of John seeing JT at the airport? <laughs> no, I don't think JT. so. JT! Shuckers! No. I want to hear about the golden point. Oh, fine. So the Broncos were dominating that game. Wasn't it like 12-2 or something with um, like 10 minutes to go? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the Broncos defensive line just decided, hey, you know what would be nice? Overtime. Uh, and Let gave off. up. Felt score in the corner. Yeah, gave up two tries really quickly. Kyle Felt scored an absolute screamer in the corner. And then JT, one of the best kickers of all time, absolutely shanked it. He didn't shank it. He boinked the post. Mm-hmm. Oh, he did hit the post. He hit the, did post. the post. Yeah. yeah. That's what and then it. went to overtime uh, or extra time as it's called here. Um, and then- Golden point. Yeah, golden point. That's what it's called. Um, and then uh, Ben Hunt, who has only just redeemed himself- uh, thanks to his Queensland exploits, uh, dropped the ball on the kickoff uh, and gave the uh, 
gave the Cowboys a very easy uh, golden point field goal from JT and broke the hearts of Brisbaneites everywhere. Mm-hmm. But absolutely fulfilled the dreams of so many North Queensland fans 20 years after the in like bringing the Cowboys into the NRL. Yeah. And like, I can't, can't be too upset. Everyone loves the Cowboys. And they played well. It wasn't Cowboys. as if, it wasn't as if they cheated. It was that the Broncos just sadly let it down and Ben Hunt, Ben Hunt fumbling it. Yeah. Bad, and bad like, game. you know, now that we've had a few years to get over it. What year? 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, too that soon. was, that was the year that John and I were members. Oh, really? Yeah. We spent that whole year watching the Broncos dominate. And then we went to that semi-final where they- It was the, the first year of our membership and they weren't playing too well in the years prior. Mm, and then no. they had a great season. We watched- um, That semi-final where the Roosters threw that- We watched Darius Boyd pass. take an intercept about- Right in front of two us. Two minutes in, right in front of us. The fullback tried to pass it to his winger and Darius Boyd just went, <laughs> thank you very much and scored right in front of us. I've never seen my dad so excited. Really? Yeah. That was a great moment. Hmm. All right. The final category. Wasn't I'm not that, happy about this. Wasn't that also, didn't we also watch the uh, previous, it was like a quarterfinal at the Suncorp against the Cowboys that the Broncos yeah, won? Yeah, we did. Yeah. And we had Cheesy with us? Yes. Mm. That was a great day. Six and a half hours late. <laughs> Can we get back on topic, please? We are still on topic. Barely. You're the timekeeper. I am a timekeeper. I have no control over this. It's the medley of madness for a reason. All right, our final category. Sorry, Aaron, you don't get this one at all. This is purely for John. Uh This category is called Aaron's Blunders, and it involves John finally getting to explain the plot of so many movies that Aaron hasn't bloody seen (laughs) in as much detail and as little time as he possibly can. I want Aaron to explain them first. No, there's no fun in that. Yeah, I want Aaron to explain them. I picked out some movies that I'm almost certain that Aaron- Hasn't seen, but John and I have seen, or at least John has seen, that he can finally explain things. And I've tried to make them important movies. So we're going to start off. Aaron gets 30 seconds to explain the movie. No. Yep. (laughs) Because he will be far too mean about these, especially the first one. (laughs) Oh, no. What is it? The first one's not necessarily a movie. Now, I'll save that one. I'll save that one one till last. (laughs) Let's start out. (laughs) Let's start out with an icon. Let's start out with Terminator 2. Okay. Aaron, can you tell us anything about probably one of the greatest action films ever made? Well, I know that Terminator 2 is the one where they ruined the plot twist in the trailer. Um, That's true. He only knows that from the Rooster Teeth podcast. Of course. (laughs) No, I know that because it's very popular. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's where Arnie has come back as a good guy. uh, And he's like, if you want to live. I can't remember the line. If you want to live, live. Take it away, John. Let's do it. He is correct. Yeah, they did- could have been one of the greatest reveals in cinema history if they did not give it away in the trailer before the movie came out that Arnie was the bad guy in the first movie. He comes back to be the hero in the second movie. So Arnold Schwarzenegger is the T-100. Thousand. T-1000. And he is sent back to protect a young John Connor who becomes the leader of the human resistance against machines in the future. Uh, the T-8000? 800? The T-1000 is actually the enemy in that movie. Yeah, so the T-1000. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, Arnie is the T-800. Yes. Yes. Arnie is a T-800 Terminator. Mm. uh, Was captured by the human resistance and sent back in time to protect John Connor. And the T-1000 was liquid metal Terminator come back to kill Mm. him. And it's a fight between the two Terminators. They go back, try to kill the creator of Skynet, Sky Mesh. You work for Sky Mesh. Skynet is- Skynet. (laughs) Skynet is the bad guys that create- 
that that brings AI and creates all the Terminators, and um, they have a big old fight. The classic scene of Arnie Schwarzenegger as the look at him, Jordan T eight hundred standing on top of the tower with the minigun firing down on all the police cars. It's mm-hmm. a great scene. It's a it's a truly great movie. I remember it freaked me out as a kid because. The, obviously, the T-1000 can shapeshift into anything. And mm. I was just like, ah, where, where is he? I need to, need to call, is he? I need to call my parents. Your parents are dead. It's an absolutely outstanding movie. So and you know that game type we play in GTA where you ride the bikes down the LA yes. drain with the trucks? I, that comes from yeah, that movie. I know. So good. Mm. Up next on our movie list, <clears throat> a, a, a one that I frankly just love and I know he hasn't seen because I've been bugging him about it, is Tenet. I don't even know how to explain this movie. No one can. That's the point. It's provocative. What do you know about Tenet, boy? It's provocative. Uh, Isn't it in like a similar vein to Inception? Christopher Nolan directed film. So it's one of those thinking ones. Is Tenet Tenet the backwards time one or the time standing still? The backwards time one. Yeah, there you go. So Tenet is time travel. The movie takes place with the movie going forward and then coming back in time and then moving forward. And then it culminates in a huge battle scene where the protagonists come into the battle backwards through time and then they exit forward through time. So you see like the building that was destroyed being rebuilt and then five minutes later, the building is destroyed. It's also the film where Christopher Nolan drove a plane through a airport terminal, like a real 747 just drove it straight into an airport terminal for mm-hmm. a shot. It brought up, recently brought up because mm-hmm. he- I have um, heard of that. He apparently just replicated the Heisenberg test nuke without CGI. So yes. explain how that, what, what, how was, is Christopher Nolan out there just setting off nukes for movies now or what's when, he doing? When you've got the money to do this sort of stuff and you've got the backing that Christopher Nolan has, they're just like, oh, I'm going to, I've got this idea. People are like, yeah, all right, just don't go over the, this budget and he's like okay and he'll go just a dollar underneath it yeah ah, we did it he might he might fudge the books a little bit so the 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 short and curlies of tenant is um it's oh. the character <laughs> the character joins a special like fbi group involved in uh trying to foil a time traveling plot where someone in the future is sending back money i think mm-hmm. and uh yeah they're trying to work out who it is and trying to stop him it's absolutely awesome but it is a bit- Bit much? It's a bit bat boop crazy. It's, yeah, it's wild. I remember, so I went to see it, as with a lot of my favourite films, I went to see it with no idea what it was about. So I was down in Brisbane with on a, a course for work and one of the guys was like, hey, let's go to the movies tonight. And this guy famously doesn't talk very much anyway. And we're like, okay, let's go to the movies. Sure. Like, what, what are we seeing? He goes, it's called Tenet. Like, okay, what's it about? He goes, look, I've already seen it. Like, then why are we going? He goes, I liked it a lot. I'm like, okay. Need being to a bit see cryptic. it again to understand it. Yeah, well, he was being a bit cryptic. We said, well, what's it about? He goes, look, if I try and explain it, it'll give it away and it won't be fun. So let's just say it's a spy movie. I said, sweet. I like spy movies. Big James Bond fan. Let's do it. Big 007 fan. So we went and it blew my mind. It was just amazing. Blew his freaking mind, man. Freaking mind, man. I have a story Radical. similar to that for a different movie, Wolf of Wall Street. Oh. I took Kirsty to see that on Valentine's Day thinking that it was a interesting movie about someone falling short on Wall Street. Like- that is not what that movie is about at all. Not at all. And Great it is Valentine's not Day. exactly something Kirsty's interested in what happens no. in that movie. So, yeah. That was a bit I bet she loved the cocaine scene. Mm. And that Mar- is a great scene. And is Margot Robbie's where he, tartars. Is that the scene where he tries to drive the Lambo home yeah. and thinks he's made it perfect? He crawls out of it at the end. Like, yeah. Oh, up next on our movie list, Starship Troopers. Wow. Recently brought up. Yes. 
that's why it's in there. Starship Troopers is the humans are a spacefaring race uh, and they are attacked by bugs. Bugs? Arachnids. Is that the actual name they give? Arachnids? Yeah, I think they use arachnids, yeah. Uh, the arachnids shoot. They have certain bugs that shoot giant plasma out of their A holes and they their home planet is surrounded by asteroids. So they shoot one of these giant plasma balls at the A hole. At the hole, at the asteroid, at the a hole, which a hole, which sends right it, in the a hole, which sends it to Earth and uh, kills Buenos Aires. So the humans, the movie takes place about uh, Rico, Johnny Rico, and uh, his group of friends that join up to get their citizenship because if you serve, you get citizenship, and they go off to fight against the bugs and the disastrous happenings that happen. Disaster and ha- the disastrous circumstances that happen after that, fighting the bugs and solving the mystery of the arachnids. Cool. Would you like to know more? No. So okay. it was, had a budget of $100 to $110 million. <laughs> That's a lot of money. More than half of it was on special effects and CGI. Yeah, of course it was. And when it came out- 98? 97. And when it came out- <laughs> That's a massive budget for a movie all, in 98. It's all a- the critics panned it when it came yeah, out. And a- they reckoned the creators were Nazis and it was a movie promoting wow. fascism. It's a it's a oh. clock classic because the Federation, is, is it the, they call it the Federation in the movie, mm. is they're all dressed up like- the Nazi type yeah. of black, sleek type of thing like that. and um, It's actually based on a book and the book has way more in it than there's mech suits and a whole bunch of stuff in the book that the movie mm. doesn't go into. Yeah, right. Probably def- probably as a young boy. No, I'm not, I'm not including that. I'll, he's going to hear about that later. It's a warm summer night in ancient Greece. Um, Second podcast I made that joke. No one got it. I feel like I'm going to go home and watch that tonight. That's a good movie to watch tonight. I did. I was going to make a gift. Or like a little clip. Um, you know the scene where the guy's like, what's his name? The big tall dude. He's a famous actor. He goes, what's the point? Because uh, they're doing knife throwing practice. Aaron's just sitting here quiet. He's got nothing. No, no, no idea. They're doing knife throwing practice, throwing knives at targets. And this recruit's like, what's the point of throwing a knife if we can just press a button and nuke these bugs? And the drill sergeant's like, put your hand on that wall. He's like, put it up there. He puts it up there pulls out the knife, throws it straight into the hand. The enemy cannot press a button if you disable his hand. I was watching Captain America Winter Soldier the other night, the opening scene when Captain America takes the boat, mm. jumps in. The guy, Aaron doesn't know this movie. He either. doesn't know the movie. Aaron hasn't seen Marvel movies. He's seen, seen the Winter Soldier. He's seen Endgame without seeing Infinity War. That's convenient because the next movie- I haven't on, seen Endgame. The next movie on the oh list is Captain America the Winter Soldier. Yeah, so anyway- uh, Captain America's taking out the soldiers in the- Is it? Yeah. <laughs> it's the next one on the list. So Captain America with the soldiers, he, um, he's taken out the boat. He's knocked out all these guys. One guy- Yawn is, count number two. Yeah. The guy's just about to grab up and take, like press the button to alert. Captain America picks up a knife and throws a, he- a knife through the dude's hand. So I'm like, he's gone to this the school of the Starship Troopers. a lot troopers. of damage. Anyway, I just thought it was funny. It's a good one. And it, it, is it really? Yeah, that's next on the list. Captain okay. America, the Winter Soldier. Aaron, what are you doing with that laptop? Hey, um, I'm not researching anything. I'm just- Aaron, can you tell me what you know about Captain America? Uh, he's old. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's what you went with. He's <laughs> from the old days. They put some stuff in him and then froze him for a while and he's super buff. Got the okay. shield. So oh, Winter geez. Soldier is, the movie is, um, 
I'm going to recommend it to people if they haven't seen many Marvel movies. Watch Captain America Winter Soldier. It's not a superhero movie. It is a spy movie. Mm. Uh, go and watch it. It's Captain America dealing with a group who has infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. and dealing with a, I don't want to spoil the movie, but dealing with someone from his past that comes, that comes back and dealing with that. It's a great, great spy film. movie. Great it's thriller. Great. Political right. thriller movie. And we have one more movie on the list. Mm-hmm. It's not so much explaining the plot of the story. It's more or less explaining, explaining why it's important. That John, was, tell us about Avatar. That was your count number three, by the way. Tell us about Avatar. I've already seen Avatar. It doesn't matter. We need to explain to him why it's important. Have you seen the sequel yet? You know, Sean, do you know that the, mo- the <laughs> Puss in Boots <laughs> movie on, is doing better than sorry. Avatar 2 right sorry. now? Sorry, can I just quickly explain Avatar? No. Before you go into your rant? Pinocchio and- Not Pinocchio. Pocahontas. Pocahontas in space. Pocahontas in space. I've explained the movie. Yeah. So, Sean, um, the Puss in Boots movie, (laughs) a spin-off from Shrek, is currently doing better than Avatar 2. It's actually not the first Puss in Boots movie. No, it's not even the first. What are you doing in my swamp? Apparently a lot more than James Cameron. Yeah, a lot more than James Cameron. I have heard that Puss in Boots is beating it. And that sucks, but it is a holiday period. It is school holidays with- so lots of parents taking kids to movies. And lots of adults. Sean, if everyone in. was clamouring to see this dumb movie, it would be the greatest movie. Like, it would be breaking the box office. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about Avatar 2. I have a day off tomorrow. I might go to the movies what? and watch Avatar 2. Do you want to watch Avatar 2? Yeah, I'll go with you. I'll yeah. watch Avatar 2. Yeah. Have fun, guys. Are you coming? No, you're coming. coming. No, I'll do literally anything Too bad. Else. You're coming. No. Nah. You're coming. No. Nah. Podcast World, if you I got paint to watch dry. <laughs> That. Make sure he paints something and sits there and watches it for four for hours because that's hours, how long yeah. the movie goes for. So you have to sit and watch paint dry Is for four, four hours. Apparently, I'm actually so excited. It's, to, it's four hours, and let's let's fact. I'm it. excited for the next podcast when we start off by saying so. When we took Aaron to see Avatar two, oh, because it's not going to happen. You're coming to it's it. I'm, I will scream and run away. I'm calling in my one in ten Rick and Morty adventures. I get to choose which one. So you're coming. One in ten. Yeah, one in ten. Three hours and twelve minutes. Oh, that's, that's not bad. That's it's too long. That's succinct. What was the end game? Three hours and nine minutes? Yeah, it was yeah, it was three hours. It was over three. Three hours twelve is is long enough for me to be so bored that I would just leave. And you know what James Cameron said? What? He said, Don't worry about going to the toilet during Avatar because you'll see it on the second viewing. You'll see it oh, when you go back wow. to the movies again. Just watch oh, it the second time. That's ballsy. I love James Cameron. Oh, that was a- What's your favourite James Cameron movie, boy? If you rolled your eyes any harder, you would have fallen off that bloody couch. What's your favourite James Cameron movie? That one where he went in the submarine in the Mariana Trench. Because we've already talked about another great James Cameron movie today. We have. Titanic. Yeah. No. That's Spielberg, isn't it? No, that was- James Cameron. That was James Cameron. Yeah. Terminator 2 was a James Cameron movie. Was it? Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. My favourite is Aliens. Aliens is a really good one. That was potentially- I have actually seen every movie at least until like five, ten years ago. Every Aliens movie. Which is why Aliens wasn't on the list. It was originally on the mm. list and then obviously come to the conclusion that you'd seen that one. Because it is a really good It is a really good one. can't remember why or where, uh, why, where or why, but I watched all of them in like- So is that including Aliens vs. Predator, Aliens vs. Predator 2, Prometheus and Covenant? No, it was before Prometheus So you haven't out. watched all the Aliens movies? I said up until about five or 10 years ago. They come out before that. Prometheus? Mm-hmm. When no, was whatever, Prometheus? Before that. When was Prometheus? I want to say 2012. It was 2012. That's 10 years ago. Wow. And Covenant was what, two or three years after that? So 2015? Yeah, we'll call it 2015. Well, I have to say, fun episode, Sean, except the last bit. Um, oh, you didn't like Aaron's blunders? 
I, like, there's a reason I haven't seen the movies. Because they're iconic and you're I a thought, turd mudgeon. I thought I was going to be explaining Aaron's actual blunders, like when he's yeah. seen an armed robbery, drunk off his tits. No, we don't. He, after he spewed up all over himself. <laughs> Sorry, we're going into a tunnel podcast. Well, <laughs> Thanks. Sir. Aaron, do you want to tell us that? No. <laughs> it's the medley of madness. Not, not the medley, not of, the medley sad. of sadness. Yeah. <laughs> That's, a, that's next year's New Year's podcast, the Middle East Sadness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, well, yeah. Sean, good Met, concept. Yeah, good. It, I thought it was a good concept. I did come up with it abruptly when we hey, were, when we were at the cricket. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very glad that this Do the outro, off. boy. Do the outro. Well, if you enjoyed this uh, episode, or even if you didn't, hit us up on social media at Cheeky Tales Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'd love to have you there. Give us a follow. Um, we do post supplemental photos of every episode. There will be some this week, even though it's a- Aaron actually took one while recording. <laughs> I did. did. Of my genius His microphone. Genius microphone, yeah. Placement. Um, uh, if you could, please share us with a friend. It would be lovely to get this podcast out to more people. Um, you know, we tried something new this week, and it would be good if, uh, if you could share this episode and another one so that they can get an idea of what the podcast normally is. Um, and Happy New Year everyone. Uh, it has been a wild year for us. It's been a um, cheeky year. It has been a cheeky year. Actually, in saying that, get us get on the socials and tell us your favourite episode from this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Your favourite 2022 episode. I think our most popular episode, Full Stop, was this year. So, Which, nice. which one was the most popular ever, Full Stop? Everest. Really, was it? Mm. Oh, Lord. I think second is Hatton Garden. I actually tried to come up with a script for a, a prequel to the Everest one, but it was so numbers heavy and nerdy that I'm like, nah, it's mm. not going to work. Look up Mallory. Mallory? Mm. Yeah. The guy that tried it before. Before Edmund um, Hillary. Yeah. And Tenzing Norgay. Mm. Anyway, that's a free tip. Another free one is that Sir Edmund Hillary is on the New Zealand $5 note. Mm. Mm. There you go. Anyway, um, that was fun. Good job. Good night. Good, Good night. night, everyone. Good night, podcast world. What an abrupt ending. <laughs> May your dreams be filled with- I can't do that two weeks in a row. <laughs> Good night. Good night.